today on Alive and Active. And Jonadab was a very crafty man. Buckle your seatbelt and join us for a lesson you won't want to miss. Welcome to Alive and Active Radio. I'm Mike Bliss, a Jesus follower, a husband, and a father. Coach Brown, how are you doing today? Mike, I'm doing well, brother. You don't you don't know what a low voice is, do you? I mean, you have a low voice, but you don't know what a quiet voice is. Baby, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I can go low. Barry White, baby. Yeah, yeah baby, Barry White. <laughs> oh, man, you're funny, bro. No, it's great to be with you, Mike. Who are we honoring today? What what city are we calling out today? Oh, ladies bro? and gentlemen, children of all ages, let's go to Cozad. Ooh. Cozad, Nebraska. Cozad, Nebraska. If you're listening out there, let us hear from you. Go to Alive and Active Radio. Alive A and D Active Radio. Go to the resources tab. Let us hear from you, Cozad. <laughs> Cozad. Mike, you know what, man? We've had a lot of uh Husker football players from Cozad, man. Have you really? Oh yeah. I, I it, it, that town, man, produced a lot of really good players, man. You got some Huskers that come to mind, Coach, at all? Or? Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't want to start mentioning them because I'll forget somebody, you know okay, what I mean? Okay, okay. So it was just a host of guys that uh, I love. Uh, I love all those guys. I remember them all. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's great. It's great to, uh, to, to shout out to the towns in Nebraska, man. Well, Coach, I, I know that you have a heart for the whole state of Nebraska, and Coach, I'm, oh, I, I, I would not be surprised if uh, there aren't too many towns that you haven't spoke in the whole state uh, over the years. Mm. Yeah, spoke in. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I really uh, have, um, I, I, I love getting around all these towns and so forth. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, the state has uh, been uh, really welcoming. Yes. And you know what, man? Um, by and large, there's been some some really great fans who appreciate the people here in the state more than just what they do yes. for who they are. And, you know, Mike, that's why I, uh, we put disclaimers out all the time um, here because we want to make sure that we accurately are representing the, the what we truly stand for. And you know what? Everybody has a right to their own truth, Mike. Um, but our truth is this book, the Bible. Amen, the Lord Coach. Jesus Christ um, is our Savior. Yes, uh, we thank the, we thank the Lord for for just the opportunity to be able to come on the airwaves and announce the good news of Jesus Christ. And so, we're not going to sit here and try to play a little game here with that group and a little game with that group and try to. You know what, Mike? I'm just I'm sick and tired of all these games and hypocrisy. Integrity means one is a whole number which cannot be divided, and we are not men who want to be divided. I love in that in the, in in where it says uh, indivisible with liberty yeah. and justice for all. Indivisible, Mike. Yeah, yeah, coach. Thank you for that. And coach, there's nobody I'd rather do it with more than you. And I and, and we get to coach. You know, I always we say, hey, we get the privilege to do this, and we don't take it lightly. It's a true honor to proclaim Christ, and we're thankful for uh, all the people that are involved to make this happen. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mike. What's the show called today, Coach? Distant Daddy Two. You better jump in, pal. Now, coach. Okay, so so let's talk about that part. That you, you better jump in, pal. Let's talk about what we meant there. Better jump in, pal. Mike, fatherhood 
is a is a wonderful thing. Yes, you know, you it's and a I, privilege. you and yeah. I are dads. Um, but you know what, bro? If we don't jump in with both feet, all in, bro, um, someone will take your place. Now, that doesn't mean that they're going to get a new daddy. It doesn't mean that your wife is going to just automatically divorce you and somebody else is coming in. It might mean even while you carry the title of daddy, yeah. somebody else has stepped in and gotten their attention that you should have had. And, Coach, we were talking before this, before we, we were doing this show, and it should scare the tar feathers out of most men. They love their children, their daughters, mm-hmm. their sons. And, and, and if, they, if they stop to think about, you know, I've been traveling maybe on a business trip and gone more than I, than I wanted, but it's just lined up like that. And my son has been spending an inordinate amount of time down the street, and I really don't know that, that family that he's at. That should scare the tar feathers out of us. To, we have to get involved. We do, Mike. And that's why we're titling this show Distant Daddy Part 2. You better jump in, pal. You better jump in, pal. And so, Mike, um, we were reading uh, last week, and we haven't gotten much further because we parked on the on the on the, sh- on the side of the street. Coach. It was important. That's right. So we're in Second Samuel chapter thirteen. We are we are talking about David's sons and one of his daughter. There's two of David's sons and one of his daughter. And one of David's sons, Amnon, is the half-sister of Tamar because David had multiple marriages, as we know. But, Mike, it says here that Amnon, David's son, uh, loved Tamar. He fell in love with her, Mike. Of course, he said he fell in love with her. But as we begin to figure out, as you read further, that it's more lustful than it is love. It's not the true love that that this Bible talks about. And Amnon, it says, was so tormented that he made himself ill because of his sister Tamar, for she was a virgin, and it seemed impossible to Amnon to do anything to her. So he just felt like, man, I want this girl so bad, but I, I got hands off here. And so now he's kind of out of his mind. And whatever his sickness was, Mike, it, it wasn't good. His thinking wasn't very good. But it says that, that he had a friend whose name was Jonadab, and it was the son of Shimei, David's brother. He was a cousin. He would have been Amnon's cousin. And you know what? Some of my, Mike, some of my friends, growing up, I grew up in a neighborhood of all cousins. So my friends were all my cousins. So a cousin can be a friend, and a friend can absolutely, be a cousin. Absolutely. No, right? no. Yeah. Okay. But the problem was Jonadab, even though he was part of the family in yeah. blood, yeah. He was a very crafty man, the Bible crafty says. Crafty right? man, the Bible says. Like it says, and Jonah, Jonadab was a very crafty man. And the Bible tells us this because it's saying, David, it's speaking right to, to Daddy David. Yeah. Distant Daddy David. Where is David? How did cousin Jonadab, friend Jonadab, get such a hold on your son, Amnon? And because he is going to lead this boy down a very wrong trail, Mike. Yeah, and just to clarify, Coach, um, if, if we look at the term crafty, in, the, in my study Bible, it says it's normally translated as wise or skillful. Here, however, it's used in a negative sense. We just want to make obviously, negative. This is not good. Yeah, it, it, it's not. It's very serpent-like. Yes. It's, it's got a secret 
uh, agent club to it, and hey, I got a plan, and you know that kind of well, stuff. Well, read, 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 read what this crafty uh, young man says uh, when he asks him, you know, what's wrong. And, and he said to him, "O oh, son of the king, why are you so haggard, morning after morning? Will you not tell me?" And Amnon says, "I love Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister." So, Absalom's. Uh, full sister because of the marriage piece is Tamar. They're true blood, full blood uh, brother and sister. So Jonadab says to him, lie down on your bed and pretend to be ill. Mike, when people (laughs) start going through the pretensions of life, when they say, hey, pretend this, act this way, you know, know, deceive this way, he's got a plan here. Pretend to be ill. And when your father comes to see you, who is David, yep. say to him, let my sister Tamar come and give me bread so that uh, to, to eat and prepare the food in my sight that I may see it and eat it from her hand. He is, he is using a, a ploy to get Tamar to come to him directly. Mm. Hmm. And so Amnon, Amnon lay down and pretended to be ill. So he he takes what his cousin says and he does it, Mike. Mike, Mike, right there. And I know a lot of parents are, are probably going through this. Think about all the influences that could be on your children these days. Correct. I mean, it, it's social media, social media, yeah. Facebook, all kinds of things, man. Mike, and and think about all of the you know you're on all these teams. You're going here. You're going yeah. there. Yeah. You're listening to all these people. Um, if you listen, you you can't quarantine your kids. We don't, we're not suggesting that. Right, right. But what we're saying is that the teaching and the loving and the consistency, continual time with them on regu- in regularity, Mike, is really important. You've got to stay in the paint with them. Yeah, yeah. You can't let them get a long a, a long a long distance away from you. You, listen, I, I came from a, a coaching world, Mike, where I couldn't always be around my kids. Honestly, I, if, I have young coaches ask me all the time, hey, coach, I've got young children, and I don't know how to do this, man, because we got all these hours at night and stuff. I said, you know what? Honestly, guys, the, the most time that I ever had with my kids and the greatest quality time that I had with my kids is when I was fired. Hmm. And I was home, and I was out of football. Hmm. I was out of football for four years. And I took those girls, and I took them to school every day, and we listened to the the uh, biblical uh, words every day, and music, and study the Bible, and we did, and we were back and forth from school. I was picking them up from school. Mike, it was a great time, and I think it really did build an infrastructure with my girls who are now well in their twenties uh, that I have with them today. But 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 Mike, I, I, you, I realized, and we all realized that most of my career, I had to kind of, you know. Figure out time. Figure out time. It wasn't just a long block of time. Yeah. So I had to be very intentional, intentional Mike. Intentional. Intentional. So talk to us about that because you've had well, to deal but, with that but, too. But, but one thing I just – I love because you know my passion for, for men in the business world. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, so if you're in a situation right now where you have lost your job, maybe it's your fault. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe the company downsized. But in, we have a tendency, and I'm at the top of the list because I've lived all sides of this. And it's like, I'm not going to think straight until I get another job. And, and, and the term, I think, is till I become whole again. Well, let, let me tell you this. Coach, you just said something that's really brilliant. You said, look, 
you told that young coach when I was fired. So let's remember we read the other day Romans eight twenty eight and trusting in the Lord on things that are happening hmm. and say, okay, I okay, I got fired from my job. Nobody likes that, obviously. Right. But if it does happen, let's look for some positives and spend a little more time in between looking for another job. Maybe with your kids, you wouldn't get to see, and maybe they need you right now, coach. Yeah, Mike. You know, and you brought up something um, recently. Remember we were talking about one of our mutual friends, yes, who got. You know, he got the, he got this job offer that was wow. You know, yes, correct. And as he thought it through, and he and accepted it, teased coach. it out. He accepted. It, he, he thought realized, it through, and he realized what you tell he, the story. Well, he realized that I'm not going to be able to spend the time with my two daughters mm. and my son, and then also I'm not going to have time to do ministry things like I did. Yeah. Yeah. And he asked for prayer, and he went back and he said, can I please have my old job back? And by the grace of the Lord, he got it. And that doesn't happen every time, but in this case, it did. But again, you talk about just because it's a promotion, is it re- is it a kingdom promotion? Because mm. you've had opportunities to do, in the coaching world, incredible what the world would call promotions. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and I, know, I know in one in particular, if I may say, Coach, you were written about it, Tony Dungy's book. He, Tony wrote about it mm-hmm. to go work with it, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He mm-hmm. wanted you, mm-hmm. and you prayed it through and ultimately said, no, my ministry is here. Mm. Yeah, you know, I, I think that we think, you make a good point. You know, if you go to Matthew 4, um, that last temptation that Jesus had to experience where Satan took him up to the high mountain and yeah. said, look, look down there. All these people and all these institutions and so forth will, will fall down and, and worship you yeah. if you'll fall down and worship me. Yeah. And and so, in other words, I can promote you to this. The devil can give promotions, and Jesus flat out turned it down. He says, I'm only worshiping the Lord God. I'm not taking your promotion, whether it looks godly or not. Yeah, those small Gs, those false gods. Yes, Mike. And so we, it, 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 that discretion is Jesus truly first place in our life. Yeah, and, and, and let's just be honest, Coach. All of us need to be recalibrated. We all fall short in that area. Because men, you men in particular, your family is relying on you. Whether they say this to you or not, they are relying on you to have Jesus in first place in your life. Yeah, and Coach, that goes back to one of our other themes here in this series we're doing. It's bigger than us. We make it about us, and I'm at the top, top, top. I got a PhD in this. It's like I'm entitled to a meltdown. I'm entitled to this. I'm entitled to that because I've been working hard. But it's like, no, it's bigger than you. This whole thing called life, if you're in Christ, it's bigger than you. Mike, I I like to use another example. Again, I'm going to go back and say this, and I'm going to use another example. And Jonadab was a very crafty man. Mike, there are very crafty people out there. They're led by Satan that they want to go get your children. I'm telling you right now, man, Uh your children are vulnerable and they need inside out training from you. They cannot be around you all the time. Mike, I might be able to have my house look like it's in order because when you come over to the house, the girls are quiet and they're they're polite and everybody's doing, but you know what? When those girls leave that house... They may be reckless. They may be all over the map. They've learned They've learned how to have good behavior modification. But behavior modification is not following Christ. It's from the heart, Mike. It's when it's inside out. And so now your children are living under your influence even when they're not under your home anymore. Yeah. 
Like, that's really important. That's why it's important for us to have great relationships with them. And you know what I loved about our former head coach at Nebraska, uh, Tom Osborne? What's that, Coach? Hardly any of us left. You know why? Because we were all home at night. It, 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 and it was, it was even in the 90s. Coaches were up crazy, midnight hours and late night coming home. Coaches from all over the country. And you know what Coach Osborne was like? After practice, when practice is done here at uh, 5.30, go home. How awesome is that? Huh? We went home. He said, look, put, put your v- – we were on VHS back in those days. Put your VHS machines – I'll put a VH, VHS machine in everyone's home, and you guys watch the practice tape, watch game tape. You can watch recruits. You can make your recruiting calls, but you be home. Be at home for dinner. Be with your wives. Be with your children. Mike, how, how awesome is that? Mike, and, 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 yeah. And, and let me just say this. Hardly anybody left for years. Well, now, all of us were offered jobs, Mike. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? We kind of considered it, considered it, and we, we look back and we go, you know what? I that don't think it's time. worth it, man. It's so unique and so special. And, Coach, <laughs> you bring up a great point. If, if, it, if we've got somebody out there that's maybe hearing this show, um, whether they're hearing it on, on Spotify or, or Bot Radio, KCRO, however they're listening to this, um, if you're in the middle of a choice, if you have a choice, and, I re- and we realize that some people sometimes, obviously you have to pay the bills, you may not have a choice, but if you have a choice, ask yourself, okay, I'm looking at two different opportunities. I've been offered the job on both. Which one is going to allow me to be the father that the Lord in- desires me to be? If, if, this, if this one looks doesn't look good, uh, maybe it pays a little more money, but it's not the right choice. Mm-hmm. Think about that, because I can tell you this. Your kids, my two boys, who I love to death, hmm. they're gone out of the house now, and 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 you're only that window is only there hmm. for a short period of time, wow. and, and 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 you can get a job for the most part, okay. But just be be aware, just because it's more money doesn't mean it's the right way to go, Coach. Boy, that that's really that's really good advice, Mike. And you know, I I want to I want to read this because I think that flows right out Please of do. what you just said. I'm going back to Deuteronomy chapter 6, and I'm looking at verse, starting with verse 4. Listen to this. He says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your might. And then he moves into verse 6, Mike. And these words that I command you today shall be in your heart. This is a command from the Lord. He said, you shall teach them diligently to your children. Let me just say this, man. Let's just start off the bat, right off the bat. You may not want to hear this. You are the primary Bible teacher if you're a follower of Jesus Christ in your, in, in, with your children. You are the primary guy. Not the pastor, not the, not the youth pastor, not the, the, the guy down the street who kind of knows the word. You and I are the primary teachers. He says, you shall teach these things diligently to your children. And he says, and you shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way and when you lie down and when you rise. Mike, he gives us four different times of the day. I don't think those are legalistic times. It has to be at 8 a.m. No, he's just saying, listen, as you are doing life, these commandments that come from God's word, you're teaching your sons, your daughters, the word of God, Mike. And that's what, that is the, the work of you and your wife together with you taking the lead in setting it up. You know, Mike, some of us have wives who are outstanding Bible teachers. Lisa, your wife, is a great Bible teacher. 
I mean, really good. But you are called to kind of set that up and lead that and allow her spiritual gifting of teaching to go through with not only your kids, but all those other kids that come to your house to get th- that great teaching in your home. Coach, there's no question about it. And, and, and one of the things, again, that my heart, our heart goes out is that if you're listening to this right now and you realize through the scriptures, if you realize, you know what, I have not been there, um, you know, like I need to be, please let let this just be a word from uh, as we read God's word and, and, and we're doing it. Please let it, let this just be a reminder of we're encouraging you. It's not too late. If those kids are still there, they're going to go. And and, and and I believe, Coach, that we believe that most men love their kids to death. That's the one thing that I feel they love them. And, and they don't want to not do what they're called to do. And, well, and I think take this opportunity to, to, to switch gears now. And what man out there who says that he loves his kids that much would not feed them properly? And that's what you're doing right here. You're feeding them with the Word of God, and that is properly because, Mike, you're going to have quote-unquote imposters, even family members, even people who are not bound by the Word of God that's going to come in, and, Mike, imposters will come in and try to steal your children. And that may be through a television set. There's a lot of ways. And, Coach, you know, you just said something that triggered me. I love golf. You know I do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, again, just, just, this, is, this is in love. This is gentle in love. But think about this. One of the things that, uh, that, that I tried to do is I, I play golf with my boys when I can, but it takes a lot of time. So if you're, you're in a golf league, again, I'm not, we're not trying to be Johnny Raincloud here, Coach, but this is, this is truly with the right <laughs> spirit because I just don't – I want people if, – if you have a teenage son and you go golfing and you're gone all day Saturday and you're gone all Monday through Friday, maybe bring your child to, to, yeah. to golf with you. Yeah. Bring them on the course with you. Yeah. You know, I, I've always loved it when, uh, like in the world that I live in, when the coaches had a, like a family night. And, yes. Or, or, or did the children and the, and the wives can come up at, at, at any time and, and be a part of that, you know. Uh, and, and then there are some coaches that I've worked for who have said, look, um, I know we like to get started early in the morning, but you guys who have kids that you need to drive to school, take them to school. How awesome is that? That is great. Uh, oh, you got a, a, a dance recital? I had, I had plenty of those, Mike. You did. Two daughters had a lot of dance. I sat in that lead center a lot <laughs> of nights, and my wife and I. And you know what? Um, I, I'm very thankful that I had the opportunity to do that. Yes. And, 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 and if you're a leader, if you're a manager in a company, mm-hmm. be intentional about this. Maybe you haven't thought about it. We're not beating you up. We're encouraging you and saying, yeah. hey, peel back that curtain before they leave. So, Mike, here's one of the things that I think we could be helpful with men in this situation. Um before we, you know, we may not, again, on this show today, we may not get to all of the disaster that took place here. But again, we're talking about preventative things. We're talking about things that can help prepare you to be the children. What can you do in two minutes with your child? You know, sometimes we think, I need a whole hour. I, I need five hours. I got to spend all day. We got to go on vacation. That's the only thing. No, you can't do it all at once, man. You can't right. win the game and, and, and all at once. It's got to be shot by shot, drive by drive, minute by minute. Yes. So I'm like, what can you do in two or three minutes with your children? It's amazing what you can do and what you can build in your life if you do it consistently. 
It's amazing, Mike. It might be sitting down and talking about your favorite song or, or something that you that you re- read in the Bible or something. And it might just be two or three minutes, Mike. Something in their world. Hey, talk to me a little bit about this in the ball game. And you know, Mike, I, I just think we have to really, as as dads, be very selective and very strategic about repossessing that time, redeeming that time because the days are evil. Coach, that's really, really good. And and I and I again, Coach, I know that most men listening to this, if not all of them, one hundred percent, they love their kids. And and you're coming up with great practical ways to really dive in there and be with your kids. Yeah. Well, I think the the mantra for me, Mike, here is just we've got to be intentional. Yeah. We've got to go get it before they come and get ours. Yes. Go yes. get them, man. Go, go get, get your child every single day. Uh, go get them, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Go 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 get them. Go wrap your arms around them, baby. Go after them. And and it, and it, and it's a variety of ways that we can do. And that. coach, let me add this too. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that when we do studies, we get a lot of men that are like, you know what? I it, they're gone. My kids are gone. But here's the thing. Even if they're living in other states, you you can text, you can be a part of the life, and grandkids come in. Coach, I know a lot of men that 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 uh, they, they they maybe miss the mark per se with their with their own kids, but yet they are just incredible grandparents, and 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 they can ask for forgiveness when needed, and and it's not too late. That's the hope here that we're talking about, Coach. Hey, Amen. One last thing, Mike, for me, the best thing that your child can witness. Uh, along with these reading the scriptures to him, yeah, is watching you love your wife. Hmm. That's a great thing to see. That that is uh, irreplaceable, Mike. Yeah, that's irreplaceable, yeah. man. Yeah. Anyhow, well, coach. Okay, I'm not going to let you off that easy because there's a little <laughs> bit of time here left. Um, but uh, coach. For those of us that uh, maybe haven't done that like we want to, mm-hmm. let's just do just jump in here for a second. Again, uh, you know, maybe we're loving our kids uh, the proper way, but not with our wives. Talk, and the kids are watching how we love our wives. I, I believe encouragement starts with the recognition of sin and confession, Mike. Yeah. I think it has to start somewhere, Mike. Yeah. And it starts with pointing the thumb, yeah. not, not the finger. Yeah. And the thumb doesn't go all the way back here either, Mike. <laughs> it doesn't go all the way back. Oh, my dad did this or oh, he taught yeah. me this. Okay, no, it, it comes right to me. The thumb and my nose are lined and up. And you're saying, let me just take a second here. You're saying, because you bring up a great point. Look, I, ha- I had a father that was an alcoholic. I grew up in New York City, and this guy beat the tar out of me every, you know, <laughs> whatever it may be. Hey, look, we're saying, hey, you're, if you're in Christ— Let's not uh, pull out that victim card. Yeah, yeah, that's right, Mike, because we are new creatures in Christ. And and you know what? Um, uh, God, Mike, one of the things about the body of Christ, remember when Peter said, we've left all. And, and what yeah. he meant, we've left our father, too. We left our natural fathers. It's time to go. It's time to follow Jesus Christ. He didn't mean that I'm not. I'm going to ignore my dad the rest of my life. It simply meant that I'm a new creature now, Mike. I don't live in the past anymore. I live what I have now. You and I, or any, quote, victim who's been victimized by horrible things in their past, Mike, if you know Jesus Christ, you got it all, bro. You got it all. And Jesus reminded him of that. He reminded Peter and all the boys, let me tell you what you got now. And let me tell you what you got forever. We got a great now and a great forever, Mike. 
Well, Coach, that's really well said, and 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 I appreciate your heart, uh, and that's part of one of the central themes of this show, and the purpose of this is to to remind people that hey, regardless of where you're coming out of, that can be your ministry to help others. There's mm. not a person I've met that doesn't want to take what they've learned, or if they were dealt dealt a bad hand, to help others. Yeah. Really good, Mike. You you say that so well, man. Well, well, Coach, I really appreciate your heart on this episode and and always uh, just sharing. And again, I'm just amazed the more I learned about Coach Osborne and what a blessing he was to obviously to you and your family and to so many of those other coaches. Hey, Coach, I just want to remind people we're a uh, listener-supported ministry, uh, alive and active uh, radio.com. Go to the resources tab. Let us hear from you if you want to support the program. And Coach, today I wanted to end in 2 Timothy with this scripture for encouragement. 2 Timothy uh, 1 verse 7. For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. 2 Timothy 1 7. Thank you for listening to Alive and Active. We'll see you right here next time time.